This show is listener-supported at patreon.com slash pigeonpod. We'd like to thank our Crocker-tier patrons, Alex Laporte, Big Boss Did Nothing Wrong, Donut, Fragment Voyager, and Riglo for their generous support per episode. Patrons get access to 16 episodes and counting of the Intermission podcast. All contributions are shared equitably with everyone who makes a Pigeon Pod episode possible. Coming up, join us Thursday, December 5th in Staten Island, New York for Pigeon Pod Live. Gumi's going to host. We'll be interviewing me, Kate Mitchell, uh, Optimistic Duelists, and Pip, members of the Homestuck 2 writing and directing team. You can find out more and RSVP at pigeonpod.com slash live. Uh, yeah. All right. So what's the, what is the, like, the perfectly generic podcast contains adult language spoken by adults and occasionally, actually, I think this is the only episode that won't have any Vriska in it. Thank God. Finally. (laughs) It's about time. Um, Finally. Finally, a, a story without a woman. Oh, oh thank God. <laughs> if I have to look at one more LGBT person, I'm going to lose my mind. No. Yeah, I mean, as a known straight, James Roach. Yeah. I, I know this is true of you. Notable heterosexual James Roach does it again. Um, I invented Homestuck, and actually, uh, that's not true. So... Hey everyone, welcome again to the third inaugural episode of the James and Aisha Homestuck 2.0 Power Hour, uh, but we're not going to be talking about Homestuck, so it's not that. Um, how you been? How you doing, it's, Aisha? It's just powerful. It's just the power hour. Yeah, it's just a powerful hour. Yeah. Yeah, it's... just get get ready. Like, hold on. <laughs> Yeah, I've been doing, you know, just normal stuff, getting uh, getting the occasional death threat, but, you know, in a normal way. Now, golly, tell me more. No, let's not talk about that. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I do not want to tell you more. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's always like it's kind of like, oh, been there, buddy. And then it's like, well, the end. I don't want to talk about that anymore, actually. All right. So we've got a bunch of questions for you here today. Um. Please cut out all of my ums, Kate. Uh, She won't. Damn it. Anyway, thanks again, Kate, for letting us ruin your podcast again. Yeah. Uh, Or I don't, ooh, can't say Kate anymore. We've we've never ruined her podcast at the same time. That's true. Uh, Individually ruined it plenty of times. But uh, yeah, actually, uh, this week in Homestuck, can't say Kate anymore. Gotta put that, uh, you gotta put that asterisk in there. Uh, oh yeah, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. I heard so, about that. So, so K word, uh, if you would be so kind <laughs> oh as to God. edit out my ums, I would really like that, so that I sound super smart. Yeah. First question: We've got Xandrax of Nebulon. Whoo! Now that's a mouthful. Uh, yeah. They ask: Since the audience has a lot of younger folks, myself included, do y'all have any tips or pointers? For life slash being an adult slash etc. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that's what? kind of like a big question. Why'd you put this one first? Because <laughs> uh, I thought we, we would. I thought we would. You know, tackle the. Let's just get that thing out of the way first. Right. Right. Life advice. You know, all okay. of life. All of life. Um. Well, you know when. When a mommy and a daddy love each other very much. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I hate that. I hate that thing you just said. Yeah, that actually sucked. Uh, K-word, can you cut that one out? All right, thanks. Uh, um, I think that the most important thing about life and about being an adult is okay. that, like, it's not that serious, bro. Mm. I wish, as an early 20s person, I had realized that... Everything is not that serious. Yeah, it's not and that it's gonna deep. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Much like the kiddie pool in your front yard. It's not that deep, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think the best advice I've ever gotten, and this is like general life advice, is that not everyone's going to like you, you know? So you don't have to... <laughs> oh, you really don't have to like impress everybody. Just kind of, you can only like please yourself... It's that's these are all like kind of 
platitudes. You know? Right. <laughs> like, it's in an, in another vein. It's none of your business what other people think of you. Ooh, yeah. So that's how I think of it. It's not my job to go out and try to change people's minds if they've already made them up because people are allowed to think whatever they want. Since we're old as shit, what's something that you wish that like you had spent less time doing in your 20s? Uh, I mean, worrying. I guess I have an anxiety disorder, but I think that as I've gotten older, just from like repeated exposure to anxiety and realizing that all the stuff that I'm, I've worried about incessantly has been okay and it's okay every time, one day it won't be and then I'll die. Mm. But Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I think that just from repeated experiences, you realize that, oh, this tough situation that I'm currently in, I have been in tough situations before mm. and I can handle it. Because I'm here still. So this one I probably also can handle. Nice. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, in my 20s, what I'd, I wish I had spent less time uh, listening to ska. All right. Uh, next question. I think we'll wrap that one up. Don't listen Religious to ska. Religious ska, as oh uh, Toby calls it. Relig- that's, a, that's real. That's Religious ska is, is real. Uh, they're a band called Five Iron Frenzy, and they sing about God. <laughs> but, like... With Scott, I wish I, I wish I had gone through my life without knowing this. This is the thing that I wish my my younger self would never have to learn. <laughs> when you're 40 and we come back and do this in 10 years, you know, and I ask you what's something you wish you had spent less time in your 30s doing, you'd be like listening to James talk about Scott. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely true. <laughs> Christian Scott specifically. Ah, uh, yes. But the thing, the thing with the thing with Five Iron Frenzy is they also mix in a bunch of what uh, religious people call secular songs um, mm. about like ex girlfriends and you know like growing up. And then it's like, oh, here's this song about like, oh, she dumped me and it sucked. And then next track, I love God, and you're like, damn. And then some trumpets like, do 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 do. And that's the whole I feel song. like a lot of non-Christian bands sing about God, too. That's true. So <laughs> wh- why are you special? Um, Christian like me, bands. Me particular or Christian band? Oh, okay. Well, maybe they just love God, like, just a little more. That's you know, true. They put a little bit more of God in there. <laughs> it's like 60% God. All right. So yeah. since we're both going to hell... Uh, the follow-up question, and this is this one's a this one's a no-brainer, easy, knock it out of the park. Uh, also from Xandrax of Nebulon, very greedy with these questions, buddy. Um, but which is worse, cold weather or hot weather? <laughs> I'd like to hear from uh, you first because my answer is very short. Uh, I don't like either of them. <laughs> I like about there's about ten. <laughs> degrees that I'm happy in and everything else I'm like fuck this <laughs> all weather bad yeah all weather is bad okay all right uh for me this is a simple this is a simple logistics matter um worse hot weather you can get warmer you can do any number there comes a point in hot weather like where you just can no longer get any colder because that's the temperature that the air is. Right. Like, you can't put like, you can only get so naked. Yeah. Once you're naked, it's over. And you know what? You can't <laughs> even do that. You can't do that in polite company. You that's can't true. be, you can't be hanging out at your friend's house and you know, they're kind of stingy with the air conditioner, which, mm, uh, let me get it. Oh, ooh. if, if you have people over and they're like, I'm a little, I'm a little warm. Can you turn on the air conditioner? And you say, no, fuck you. First of yeah. all, <laughs> first of all, you're I'm lucky sweaty. that you have air conditioning. <laughs> Second of all, fuck you. First of all, I'm very sweaty. Okay. I need to be a certain temperature. No. And it's just like you can't just get naked at your friend's house or out in public. It depends but, what kind of friend they are, but yes, that's agreed. True. Same. Uh, let's all think about that for a little bit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's let's room uh, Yeah, so that's that that's a pretty easy one. Boom, knocked it out of the park. What a great yeah, question. Good job. All right. So next up from Ralph Gibson, any advice 
for people who are trapped in a perpetual cycle of failure. <laughs> Why did you pick these questions, Aisha? Because I think they're extremely funny <laughs> and extremely good. I picked supposed, the, the is hardest. Is this like ironic? Uh, we don't have to do all of these questions in this order. Like, no. we can do whatever we want. <laughs> but my advice to getting out of a cycle of failure is get good. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Don't do fail. Yeah, do small. Like, literally, though, like, to not. In, <laughs> on a serious note, set yourself a very easy task that you know that mm. you can complete. Complete it and then ride on that tide of dopamine. That fucking okay. dope mean. That, that dope ass mean, yeah. Yeah, and you just ride that up to like a slightly more difficult task until you're like slam dunking every single one. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes I find the smaller tasks so much harder to accomplish than big tasks because it's like I can sit down and it's like, well, you know, time to like score this thing. <laughs> like, you know, cool. I did some music. I wrote like an hour's worth of music today. Easy peasy, you know, but like the problem for me is like, oh, I got to like take out the trash. Right. But I mean, more like what is easy for you? Like if you Uh, know that it's easier to sit down and make music than it is to clean your house, then it's so much. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's like, oh, I feel like shit today and i've not gotten anything done i guess i'll just like dust (laughs) or some shit i don't know yeah get those get those fucking particles out of here i'm sick of that shit sick of your shit dust time to go (laughs) you pay rent you know do the dishes you don't do anything um why don't we pick a why don't we um do a question from our friend and benefactor oh right uh, Andrew Hussey asks for both of you, how do you vibe out? <laughs> you mean like in general or like us personally, how we vibe, Andrew? Yeah, this question sucks, first of all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> first of all, uh, uh, punctuation. Yeah. How Second of all, <laughs> man, I wish I knew. Uh, yeah, God, if I could just be vibing all the time. Man, you ask the two most high-strung people in the world, "How do you relax?" Uh, I don't actually. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I've ever chilled ever in my life. Uh, I used to smoke, not marijuana. Uh, I used to smoke tobacco. So there's my advice, kids: start smoking cigarettes. Yeah, I think don't vibing is like when I think that just vibing is. Um, visibly uh manifested as that it's uh this is fine um Mm. comic like (laughs) while everything is burning down around you you're just chilling and that's how i feel like i'm i am like 90 percent of the time being uh uh co-president of homestuck i feel like i'm just vibing because i just you know vibe while things burn down around me Yeah, that's kind of what I was doing for several years. Yeah, As, uh, I don't we, know. We we're out here. Homestuck Baron. If you're if you're the president, well, like some sort of l- low population mayor, maybe as well. <laughs> you're the mayor. <laughs> yeah. Homestuck mayor. That guy's based off of me. Uh, yeah. That's no. not true. That's yeah, that's not true at all. I there's like. <laughs> I think there's like, two, what, wait a second. Ooh, ooh, almost tricked me into talking about Homestuck. <laughs> not today. Yeah, not today, buddy. Oh, God. Not. To, I see I can, see that was your plan the whole time, Andrew, hussy. Yeah. Can you imagine a world wherein we talk about Homestuck for any On period of time? On a Homestuck podcast. Yeah. This is just a normal podcast now. This is, this is general usage or general interest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. This is the perfectly right, generic podcast. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! I can't believe we cracked the code. Finally. Anyway, let's do let's do one of the questions from your uh, curious cat. Pick oh. like a, a really sweet one. A really nice one. I know that. Yeah, like really good. Okay. Well. Oh, here's one that's like this is kind of a weird 
question, and I think it's about Homestuck, but we don't have to make it about Homestuck. Cool. Uh, so from Master Chu to BU. Hmm. All right. They ask, can you tell us something you have never told us before and that you are allowed to say? <laughs> Doing this in a non-homestuck capacity is yeah. ideal. Just like, oh, what are some secrets that I've never revealed to anybody? Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, that, and that I'm allowed uh, to say. <laughs> when I was in high school, I got into fights with girl, like with other girls a lot. Oh, yeah, I guess that's yeah, I used because I don't know, like I was just like some like kids used to make fun of me for being fat. So I just was like, all right, shut up. And then I'd fucking hit them. Chug on this. And then, yeah, I I moved to a neighborhood uh, when I was like eight full of a bunch of kids that grew up together mm. and were like really close knit. And these three on my first day there, these three boys were making fun of me and I beat them all up. Dope. And their their parents came to my dad and were like, and my dad was just like very visibly trying to like not be like good job. <laughs> so yeah, I uh, caused violence when I was a child. Mm. Would you consider yourself scrappy? Um, I don't think I was scrappy. I think I was just like bigger than everybody. <laughs> just, just fucking huge and kicking ass. Yeah. Yeah, because I, you know, it was that stage when the girls are all bigger than the boys. Oh, uh, yeah. Like the dinosaurs. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't know where that came from. I was thinking about a book that I read once when I was a child <laughs> about how female Tyrannosaurus rexes were much larger than their male counterparts. Yeah, and... I mean, I'm still larger than most boys, but, you know. That's I'm true, just you're very, very tall. I'm just unusually long, yes. There was a question that I'm not even gonna like. Ugh. About like, I'm short. How do I exert dominance? You don't, shorty. Get out of here. Uh, have you tried just T posing? <laughs> tried just being tall? Get some platform. <laughs> have, you tried, have you tried getting taller? Stand on a chair. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, you gotta assert dominance with your personality. Yeah. Clearly. I've just been taller, like metaphorically. Now that I've alienated, uh, how tall are you, Aisha? I'm five ten. That's pretty tall. Yeah, it's not uh, bad. It's it's not bad for a manlet. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I love <laughs> Aisha. You are a manlet. <laughs> I love fucking f- like five eleven memes. All right. Anyway, oh yeah, cat cat asked a question, and cat asked, "How do you deal with reply guys?" How do you deal with... Well, how do you deal with Reply Guys? I mean, mostly I've just turned off notifications from people I don't follow. Yes. That's mostly how you deal with Reply Guys. Second is... Well, I guess this is the same thing. Ignore them, usually. Every mm-hmm. so often... And and often, if it's like a particularly like heinous thing that somebody said, my followers will fight them for <laughs> me. Huh. Not mine. Like the, like the best tweet of all time, who, I don't know who that person was, but the person who was like, somebody was like, uh, Act 2 is still not released. And somebody was like, well, then release it yourself, dumbass. Yeah, actually, that one was really good. Thanks, wh- thanks whoever follower that was. Yeah. I know I just said my followers don't defend me, in my, but that one was great. It's like, uh, Act 2 still isn't out. And it's like, release it yourself, stupid. <laughs> like wow that was yeah really good i think yesterday somebody like tried to start some shit over the terezi sprites oh um, boy and then somebody just responded to them are you winning son and i thought that was really <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good um i tend to just lately especially i just to kind of ignore people like i don't there's I made this tweet about apples and you know like sometimes you make a joke I don't know if this has ever happened to any of you listeners but sometimes you'll make a joke and people don't really get the joke and they'll respond to you as though the facetious thing you just said for instance there's only one kind of apple 
<laughs> Clearly, there's at least two kinds of apples because they're red and they're green. Um, I posted a picture of two apples. And I'm like, these are the same guy. <laughs> uh, sharks are smooth as hell. <laughs> sharks are smooth. I that's you know, the, I that is the greatest that. Twitter thread. Yeah. That's the greatest Twitter thread of all time. I'll do that about like Homestuck stuff, where I'll I'll be like, you know, Roddy is the only character in Homestuck, and they're like, what about? It's always it's always Gamzy likers, and I feel like they've forgotten that they didn't have any rights. Uh, <laughs> leave that one in. I don't care. <laughs> I feel like I feel like a snap of protectiveness to Gamzy and Gamzy fans now that I've written the Gamzy route, which is like. Gamzy is a great I character. I did it to myself. Gamzy is a great character and just a dog shit person. I can't believe we're talking about Homestuck. Fuck oh, this. Fuck. Damn, God. we fucked up again. Oh, you almost, oh, you got me, but never again. Do we have any more questions from Andrew? Uh, <laughs> Andrew Hussey asks, how do you ask your crush out? Uh, That's a hard one, Andrew. That's a tough one. Is it? Well, how do you ask your crush out? I actually have never successfully... The first time I ever successfully asked someone out was literally last year. Oh, that's so sad. When I was 29. I mean, I'm I'm like a woman adjacent person so Mm -hmm. when i was on even when i was on like dating sites i i never had to approach people first oh because men were always fucking they men men if you want some if you want some reply guys oh try being a woman on tinder okay i will (laughs) if you insist oh man count how many times you get called exotic in a day I don't once. <laughs> Actually, it does not happen to me that often. Uh, like, what's kind of like going off the rails? Uh, Andrew, if you want to ask your crush out, you just fucking do it. I don't know. For me, it's always like if you you just. I guess yeah. This is kind of like a a gendered issue, and I have a very weak connection to my birth gender. But I suppose having lived as a man for mo you know there's we're talking about this with somebody the other day where it's like I don't have a lot of connection with like younger LGBT people. So that like it's I often get this like, man, I don't know, like, oh, it's very confusing to call myself this thing and then have almost no connection to the community around it. But I do it more for me than for anybody else. So unrelated um how do you ask your crush out i just kind of do it and if they say no it's like oh well all right yeah as usual the worst thing that can happen is somebody can say no um i i guess that also somebody would be like uh now this is awkward and i don't want to be your friend anymore but i feel like that somebody who did that you don't want to be friends with anyway yeah like so when i ask someone out it's always like the the answer no is is on the, if you're not weird about a no it's fine like don't be weird like if you ask someone out and they say no respect that don't be weird about it the like and you can still be friends with them very easily like it's it's not hard and yeah, i get I that had a, i had a lot of like issues in college with becoming like close friends with guys and then them asking me out and me turning them down and then right. them getting very weird or just bailing altogether. I think that's yeah. fucking whack. Like if you, if you like someone enough to ask them out, you like them enough to be their friend, you know, like that's yeah, apparently and, not. Oh, well young men, if you're listening to this fucking don't cut that shit out. What are you doing? Yeah. Just be yeah. normal. Stop being weird. I really wish nobody had ever, like, as, like, stop watching rom-coms, first of all. Don't do grand gestures. That's stupid as shit. Nobody likes that. It's a waste of time and energy. Uh, Be real with somebody. Be honest with somebody. Be honest about how you feel about somebody. Don't wait around for, like, uh, is this the, you know, like, just, hey, be casual and friendly about it. Yeah, like, don't grand gestures like, suck because then people feel like 
compelled to say yes. Yeah, yeah. Not don't, a good basis for a relationship. <laughs> something. Ooh, something I wish I had told my younger self because, like, I haven't always been like the uh, incredible person I am today. Um, to put it lightly, it's just I was like the shittiest, like, thirteen-year-old about like relationships and everything. I was like, eh. so there's there's two general dating advice things that I can give as like an old person um, being the smartest edgiest person in the room is never gonna get you laid yeah it's it's not gonna happen you know like that's not what anybody likes yep. so just be yourself uh, like if you're constantly trying to prove who you are that you're not being yourself just be it just do it yeah every time i see some dude being really weird in one of my friends mentions i'm like she's not gonna fuck you dude like calm down yeah that's some real clown-like behavior and look i'm not saying that like getting laid is the be-all end-all of relation for some people that's not the any part of relationship perfectly fine you know for me like it's way less important now than it was when I was younger. And, you know, that's something that I'm kind of like figuring out about myself, actually. But, like, they're not, that's just people don't like that. You know, nobody likes that. There's not a single person in the world who's like, wow, you corrected me. Oh my God. Well, get over here, buddy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a second. <laughs> I, lo- I love somebody who knows shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody yeah, nobody's ever no 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 good interaction has ever begun with well, actually, um <laughs> yeah. I feel like and this this goes back to the reply guy scenario where it's just like just don't do that shit, you know? When somebody is like that way to me, not like does not only are they the least attractive person I've ever encountered like in my life, it's just like, okay, well, I hope that this interaction is working out like you had hoped it would. Because, cause yikes. Yeah. Eh, just ask him out. Just yeah. ask him out, Andrew Hussey. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, Andrew. I'm sure. Just ask your crush out. I'm sure they'll, they'll respond kindly if you just, you just go for it, buddy. Yeah, Be honest about be honest with yourself. Be honest with them. And if We're they say no, yeah, well, I'm not. <laughs> I like this question. That's by uh, Pip. People call people me call me CD. CD. Oh, people call me CD. What did y'all both even major in? What did you major um, in? Philosophy, in fact. Wow. And I use it to argue with teens online. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a channel on my server called Philosophy 101 where I, I answer uh, basic philosophy questions. Cool. Tell me tell me one philosophy fact. Oh, one that sounded ph- very like gatekeepy, where it's like, oh, you majored in philosophy. Name a ha, philosophy. Tell me fact. one fact. <laughs> this is more of like a general interest. Like I don't know anything about philosophy. Um, oh, so now you have to educate me on philosophy. <laughs> yeah. Well, now okay. Uh, one. Oh, here's one fact. In uh, philosophy, we use the word libertarian all the time, but it means somebody who believes in free will. Oh. And not the other one. (laughs) Not the other one. The bad one. Yeah. (laughs) I think on paper, that sounds like, oh, like, socially progressive, fiscally conservative. Like, oh, interesting. But... I, and I feel like I would have described myself that when I was like 16, you know, I'm pretty sure yeah. I did, but there's, fuck the um, rich. eat them. There is a very famous, uh, libertarian, like the guy who like started libertarianism, Nozick, who okay. I've read his books and stuff and, and they come up across like extremely, you're like, yeah, it does make sense that, you know, you get what, you know, you get what you give, whatever. Ayn Rand, whatever, the Fountainhead. Okay, sure. (laughs) But also, like, under his ideas is, like, basically what you can say to him is, I don't 
I don't know how to explain to you that you should care about other people. <laughs> like, because under libertarianism, it's like there could be someone in front of you starving to death and you're not morally uh, obligated to give them food. Mm. I feel like anytime you say Ayn Rand in a conversation, it's like, well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Uh, I majored in, this is, this may come as a shock to many of you. Uh, I majored in music performance. Well, you know what? You're using your major, so that's better than a lot of us, actually. Yeah. I think that's a, it's kind of a look. And this kind of transitions us into our next question from Articulately Composed. They demand answers to the following. How would you two recommend getting started as a freelance creative professional? What tips do you have dealing with things like contracts, pricing, anything you wish you knew when you were first? Get, I fucked up this question, but you get the general idea. Yeah, I got you. Um, read your fucking contracts. I know they're boring. I know they're difficult. Look up words you don't get. Lots and lots of companies, especially like the big corps, like Viz and stuff like that. Hmm. Uh, you know, just to name a couple. Viz. Just to name one random company. I, yeah, I that I, I don't know anything about. A lot of the big companies rely on you not understanding what you're Shit. agreeing to. Mm. Um, and most contracts, when you get them, will be incredibly skewed in their direction. And they're expecting you to, well, first of all, they're expecting you to just agree to it because you're an artist and you're desperate for work. But you should push back. And usually they'll be like, okay. So yes, do push back. I know it's really, it's, and for me, it is really, really counter to my personality <laughs> and to my upbringing as a woman. Mm. to ever advocate for myself but you really have to because nobody will do it for you 100% agree with the like no one's gonna do it for you you're you're you're, you're only no one's gonna pitch you you know you're the only person who's like going to sell you to these people and you have to uh and I, I agree, read your contract, it's boring, but like, please like look at like the finer details. If you don't want to, be prepared to spend money on somebody who can do that for you and can like interpret it. This is just like right. industry stuff. And a lot of industry contracts are very standardized and they literally just switch out names and stuff like that. So you can look them up. Um, and if you're, if you're worried about like, like contract stuff, like that's, that's very specific. In the more smaller scale individual independent artists freelance stuff the biggest advice i can give anybody do not undercharge yeah like it it hurts you it hurts other people and like you're not even making that much money from it like if you're gonna hurt people <laughs> make as elon musk taught us yeah <laughs> If you're With gonna, a cyber car. If you're going to profit off the suffering of others, please just make a lot of money. <laughs> no, God, that sucks. Um, that sucks. Who kept calling us, like, capitalists? I'm like, what? God, God. I mean, like, I tell people, like, don't undersell yourself, but I, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, it's very – and I, I talked to, like, my dad about this. My dad is a lawyer. Mm -hmm. So he's not an entertainment lawyer, but I show him my contracts and stuff like right. that. Um, but he says that that like we talk about how sometimes, especially when you're starting out and this is going to sound like work for exposure, but that's not what I mean. Okay. Sometimes you can take lopsided deals because the the doors that it's going to open for you are worth right. it. So like I worked for on certain oh god let's not even do that i worked on friend sim for not a lot of money and it did get me a lot more jobs right so i i really believe in paying everybody who works for me mm. and i i try like you know i i think that's very important um but like sometimes it's okay to compromise depending on like what you're getting. Cause you know, money, like money isn't everything. If you think that something is going to be a good experience, you can do it. Like, don't be like, Oh, this doesn't pay. Therefore I'm not going to do it. I do like free zines all the time. Mm. 
I feel like you kind of have to balance like what your time is worth to you a lot of the time. So going back to like independent stuff, like non-contract work, just client-based work, like taking commissions, doing art commissions, doing music commissions. Uh, I don't know how writing commissions work, but I assume it would be similar. Um, I don't undervalue yourself, and a lot of people are going to go, what does that mean? So for me, uh, I charge a flat fee for commissions, and then on top of that, I estimate, which is not a great practice, an hourly cost. Like, this is going to take me eight hours to finish. What's my hourly rate? I add that on top of that. Um... And so then my quote is usually like all it's all of those things combined and I take payment up front and yeah. there's there's a benefit and there's a downside to that. The benefit is they can't rob you. you know? Yeah, uh, because if you take payment afterwards, there's about a 40 percent chance someone will be like, I don't like this. I'm not paying you. It's right. Like, OK, well, we can fix it. But like, you have to pay me. They've already. They were never going to pay you. So yeah. Um. So I take payment up front, and that will lose you some clients who were not going to pay you. So yeah, yeah. Um. And pricing yourself what you're worth will lose you clients who were not going to pay you what you were worth, and it will yeah. lose you future clients who also were not going to pay you what you were worth. And it's like, well, I need to get some clients. You don't need that one. Like, trust Agreed. me, there will be another one. And it might not be immediate, especially when you're kind of like smaller scale. Uh, there's like, you know, look for communities. Uh, Discord is actually a really great way to start that sort of thing, like getting on group projects. And uh, it's like Aisha was saying, like, there's some things that you can do for free to get your name out there, but it has to be worth it for you. Like if you have the time, if you're like an established person who does a lot of that, like don't work for free stuff is like for people who have been doing it for years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I worked for free for years, like writing like fan fiction and, and submitting oh, yeah. short stories and stuff. So, I mean, yeah. Also, it's a, it's good. Good general advice I give to everyone being like, how do I break into the industry? Don't act like a don't act a fool on social media oh. for real. People yeah. will see you. People will see it and they will like there's not a blacklist. But if you get a reputation for being a shit stirred, nobody is going to hire. Yeah. And when 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 they say act a fool, they don't mean like, oh, don't be like goofy on your Twitter. They mean like. Like, there's a lot of things where it's like, if you're hypercritical of the industry that you want to work in, and you are, like, name-calling, and not, like, name-calling, when somebody does something shitty, like, you hold them accountable for it, but if you're, like, joining in on, like, dogpiling and stuff like that, where you're like, oh, fuck, you know, this, and it's like, whenever I see something like, hey, fuck this show, and then in their profile, it's like, aspiring animator, I'm like, <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. I guarantee, like, and look, that's I, what I know private that, that, accounts are for. Yeah, that's absolutely. What, yeah. Go on, do that on Discord, man. Do that in a group chat. Don't do it on your public Twitter. And I know that that sounds shitty, and maybe it is. But you're, <laughs> I don't know, you're asking me how to get a job, like, right? And I mean, all, like, mm -hmm. and it makes sense. Like, it's fine to criticize. It, it's good. It's it's good to criticize art, even art you like. Yes. But people are not going to want to work with someone who, like, says mean things to their oh. face about their work. Like, it, it's just, like, creators are humans, too. This happens to us so much. Yes. <laughs> and it is, you know, one of the big, like, and I, I'm not going to name drop, but there's a lot of people who, like, think that they could do a better job than us. And maybe they could, but we'll never, ever find out because they're always going to be on the outside looking in because of the shit that they say about us. And it's like, yeah, oh, are we being, like, kind of gatekeepy about who we hire? Yeah, because I don't want to work with somebody who thinks that, like, you know, I don't want to work with somebody who's been telling, like, everyone that, like, Aisha's... Aisha's not a good writer or, you know, like, uh, so-and-so is like uh, ruining Homestuck anyway. So here's why I think I should work for Homestuck. It's never going to happen. Uh, 
sorry. Right. What is, I, and I'm not I, I mean, sure like, what the... Hmm? I, I, even, like, criticism of my work, I like better. Oh, yeah. Like, criticism of my writing. Like, there are some Pester Quest routes that I wrote that are better than others. There's some friends in routes. Like, I don't hit every single ball. <laughs> like, oh. obviously. But... That criticism doesn't really get to me because that's you need that that's kind of critici- criticism to I mean, get criticism, better. Yeah, that's. But this criticism of how, like, how dare she? How <laughs> how dare she elevate herself above other people? And I mean, I don't know. Like, it, it, I guess like this goes along with like, how do I get a job? Because I get people all often asking how I ended up doing my job mm-hmm. and i think like a lot of it is luck and which which sucks to admit even to yourself yeah um being in the right place at the right time i, I think that i hit like i got into homestuck in 2015 when i was 26 so i was a combination of already f- kind of established as a writer um mat- like mature enough to be able to hold down a job and I was very very positive about Homestuck in a time when not many people were right like 2016 like 2015 2016 there was not much Homestuck positivity yeah it was a there's there was a long period of time where like a lot not a lot of new stuff was coming out and even people who had worked on it previously were very like negative about it and i it's like even if it was like as a joke it's like you're kind of culminating a, a community here of people like it's like you're probably you don't get to do that and then come and like beg for a job later right and i mean it was it was kind of yeah it was like a perfect storm of stuff coming together and and it it did and it's if like i don't always conduct myself as a creator should on social media it's because like i like it was like an anime power up (laughs) like i went from like nothing to oh there's a lot of people looking at me yeah Um, i remember when i followed you you had like like 150 followers yeah um so it, it, and it makes you like think about the the line between creator and and fan being so blurred, especially in something like Homestuck that actually mm. leans into that idea in in canon. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I somebody else could have done it, but I am here doing it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I guess that's really all I can say. Um, but yes. Uh, sorry, I just made this whole question about me. Um, That's okay. Yeah, combination of luck and uh, putting yourself out there and not being an asshole in public. Uh, is there anything you wish you knew when you first got started? Uh, for me, it's the mm, same uh, as the advice: of, of, don't underprice. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that a good thing to keep in mind is that people are going to be mad at the stuff you make and it's never going to be what you think they're going to be mad about. Oh, so just God, like, yeah. just go out there, just fucking put it out there. It's crazy how people get mad about things that it's like, I had I, not once had I foreseen that this would be the, it, like there's so many things where it's like, okay, I've like made sure that I'm like, you know, got all my ducks in a row. Okay, I think we're good. And then someone will get mad about something that's just like completely like, oh, I'm not saying it's like an invalid thing to be mad at. It's just like, oh, fuck. I, yeah, shit. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah. Fuck. All right. That leads us to our next question. Oh, do you want to you want to do the lead on this one? Oh, how does one find the time? Uh, Lyric Hartwell asks, "How does one find the time or motivation to write or do creative stuff? What when being easily distracted is a thing?" You can just say no if you if you want to read. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I'm sorry, that was mean. You ever say something mean and then just immediately like, "I'm sorry, that was." I thought that would come off a lot funnier. I didn't it. even hear what you said, so. <laughs> Now that was doubly bad. Oh, shit. Oh, beans. Oh, 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 peas and carrots. (laughs) 
I am very easily distractible. I have to work in very short little bursts because yeah. I have a very bad attention span. You know what I do is I have about nine different things to work on and I will yep. just work on one through nine in that order and then back to one through nine in that order. And then it's like, all right, you know what? Someone's doing a crime and it is really loud. So give me a second. Oh, cool. Love some love a crime. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting the siren. You know, I live in Burbank and nobody does any crimes here. It's I, probably not a crime. There was probably like four black people in one place. Oh, yeah. Uh, the biggest crime that happens here is uh, nobody invites me to their parties. Aww. Just kidding. Too many a social people. crime. Too many fucking people invite me to their like. I don't have time. I have like energy for like one group of friends, you know. Yeah, I feel that. The uh, there was this like this Halloween Cartoon Network thing, and it's like this big party, and I just I was like, oh cool, I could go to this, and like all of my friends are there, you know, a bunch of people. Like it's like a big thing. They like go all out. They rent, you know, it's like this whole like building wide. Thing. There's like a DJ, there's food, there's like free drinks. And, um, you know, they do it every year. And it's like, you don't even get invited to these. You just go if you know, you know. And um, I just was like, I could go or I could tuck myself into bed at about 930 and just take a nap, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm that age now where like too many things are happening <laughs> i'm tired it's the nap age oh god i wish it were the nap age it's the have a bunch of things to do anyway so that's how we got distracted about a question all right i guess we have time for maybe one more question one more question uh, we should probably find a question that's not on this because a lot of the two of these questions are like exactly the same yeah I or don't we've know why. already answered them basically by answering another one God, um, I guess we could look at Twitter questions. Where was the thread? Oh, oh, geez. Yeah, life's so hard. I know. Oops, going through my Twitter. I n now I'm just checking my like my notifications. I'm not. Yeah, how are your mentions, buddy? <laughs> oh, let's look. Oh, in shambles. It's just all about apples. Yeah, it happens. Uh, all right, actually, Pigeon pod there we go and then i'll go it's cool because there's a video of me doing this now ah, notifications that's I'll awesome check. i'll check those in a second all right what do we got here uh do other viewing this world building mornings no that's not interesting <laughs> a lot of like the i guess we did say like uh, ask us for advice but a lot of our advice is like we don't really have it together so yeah i mean we're just vibing as uh yeah this is how we vibe this is vibing yeah yeah i like the way you say vibing like two <laughs> it's vibing it's vibing i don't know there was just a way you said it one time that was like that's very i really like that I don't i'm know from baltimore <laughs> i say things funny is there like a is there a baltimore accent oh boy oh boy is there a baltimore accent Can like look it up on youtube like my mom says water instead of water. Oh. Yeah, like, I don't have a very heavy Baltimore accent, but some, sometimes I slip into it. Water. Yeah. Oh, that rules. Well, that's very like uh like New England water. Mm -hmm. That's the that's the classic Bostonian line. Uh Yeah. Need a quarter for some water for my daughter's dog. <laughs> I that I didn't say it in an accent at all, but like that's you just read it. I have like the flattest American accent with like a hinge of Southern California because I say like so much and say cool. I grew up in Compton. <laughs> yeah, and it's, yeah, it's every go. like thing I have not to be like not to slip into like because the way that I talk with my friends is very different than the way that I'm speaking now uh, or like publicly. I say a lot more swears. All right. Uh, what's the question that's not like... A lot of these are like... A lot of people take... This is my time to shine. I need to pitch my personality in 240 characters. It's like, nope. You don't actually... Mm. 
What should I do? Whoa. Hmm? What should I do about a big... I'm just reading this one to you. We're not going to answer this because this is a whole can of worms. But what should I do about a big crush I have on a guy who has a girlfriend but has also said he's polyamorous? Red flag, first of all. Uh, I don't want to make it weird because I love talking to him and I can't... And if I can't date him, then I'd at least want to be friends with him and keep him from being weird between us. Oh, help. Oh, I want to help you, but not on a podcast. I might... <laughs> I might just respond to that. <laughs> just DM, DM this person. Yeah, like, Listen. hey, <laughs> ditch this dude. Oh, my I'd God. Say, uh, wow. My advice is often just ditch this dude. So, like, I feel like I can't be objective. Um, how about this? What is a movie you would recommend that you feel is underappreciated? Okay, there we go. Yeah. And this was um, Fast Plant 64. Fast Plant 64. Unreal respect. Yeah, damn. How this fast, guy. How fast we talking? Like sixty four. Oh yeah. Wait, shit. It's right there in the name. Fuck. Oh, that's Fuck. so embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> a movie. Well, do you have any? What's your What's your favorite movie? Do you have a favorite movie? Um, probably The Fifth Element. As embarrassing it is huh. to say. Yeah. Nice. It's, yeah. It's a lot happens in that movie. Yeah, there's a whole lot going on. I haven't seen it re- in a long time, and I'm not sure how it would hold up. It's got Gary Oldman in it. It does have Gary Oldman in it. In another one of his roles where you're like, oh, that was Gary Oldman? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he's cool, slicked down hair and plastic hat, Gary Oldman. Yeah, very cool. I have a very, like, <laughs> clear, like, you know, when he's, like, bleeding because the, the thing does the thing to his brain or whatever? That, right. That's, like... I don't know why that's so ingrained in my memory, that scene. Uh, probably because it was shocking. I saw it when I was like a teenager and I'm like, oh my God, yeah. is, is that blood? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's the movie that made me like Bruce Willis. I was like, oh, I guess I do like Bruce Willis. You were kind of neutral on old Bruce before, but now. Yeah. Oh. I was like, oh, he's funny. Okay, I gotcha. <laughs> he, can be a, he can be a goofy, muscular man. Oh. Yeah. Oh, shucks. A, a movie that I really like that I think that more people should watch is that um, Constantine movie with Keanu Reeves. Huh. That movie I've, rules. I've never seen it. Yeah, it's like really stupid. Um, but it's like got Tilda Swinton playing the angel Gabriel, which is like hmm. really cool. Oh. Anything that um, also, Tilda Swinton's I, in is just, like, elevated a little bit. Yeah. Um, also, I, to, like, just date when that movie came out, it's, like, there's a club scene in it where they play passive by a perfect circle. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a moment in time. Oh, do you feel that Constantine is underrated? Is that your underrated pick? Yes. Oh. Nice. I don't watch a lot of movies, so I would say my underrated movie that I really liked. Under see, underrated is such a like. It's like oh, I, that's like the. We were talking about this the other day on Aisha's Patreon server, which you can join today. You don't have to join mine, but you can also. Uh, it's not really not a great commercial for myself. I feel like ah, I could have made, made a couple dollars there, and I didn't. <laughs> you <laughs> fucked up. Damn. Don't join my server. Join Aisha's. No, join both of them for the low, low price of... What's the what's the lowest Patreon tier that they can get on your server? It's like a dollar, right? I know. I think I made it $5 now, because there was a period where it was just like a lot of people swarming in, and I got scared. <laughs> Mine's mine is a dollar, and that makes it so that you can only do like a little bit. <laughs> and then if you donate five dollars, you can use voice chat. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel like yeah. Depending on how uh, on on how much how much I uh, see how whack you can act. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, underrated movie, huh? Well, we were talking about this on your server where it's like. The, the phrase hipster has just grown to mean, like, something completely different. But, like, in the same vein, I don't know if, I don't know how much of, like, 
like Twitter you follow that isn't like Homestuck related, but like underrated is such like oh underrated comment. It's like stop saying this word. <laughs> this means yeah. nothing anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like a movie that I really like. <sighs> God, I don't watch enough movies. <laughs> After all that. Yeah, I I can remember like what movies have I seen? I just watched Jojo Rabbit, which I loved, and I didn't I need to think watch that. I didn't think I was gonna I was ready for like a funny Nazi movie. You know, I was like, uh, am I? You know, is it time? But no, I think that more brown Jewish people should make movies about Hitler. Yeah, it was like I was like, oh, is this? You know, I I have faith in the director, obviously, but like. Because, like, uh, what we do in the shadows is really good. Yeah. Um, Thor Ragnarok was actually delightful. I was like, Yeah, that's the only Marvel movie I like. Yeah, it's it's surprisingly very, very good because it's not super serious. And even the scene that he directed in uh, Avengers was like, oh, this is funny because it's not, you know. They're not trying to teach me an, an important moral lesson. Mm, yeah. Like Joss Whedon always is. Oh, Joss Whedon. The lesson While that he's Joss being very weird. Yeah, the lesson that Joss Whedon is ever trying to teach anybody is that he hates women. So yeah, and you can keep that one in K word. Fuck Joss <laughs> Whedon. Uh, underrated. Underrated movie is movie I'm writing in my head called Fuck Joss Whedon. Hate that guy. I think, I think, yeah, that I think that's gonna do pretty well. That one. Remember Firefly? I do. It was fine. <laughs> the, the end. I mean, there's a reason title. when I try to describe Starship Iris, I'm like, okay, so imagine Firefly, but not racist. <laughs> imagine Firefly, but not racist and not like weirdly misogynistic, but like, oh, the women are so strong in this, but they're still incredibly one dimensional. <laughs> yep. Like, yep. Cool. Uh, dope I guess I liked look I liked I liked Firefly when it came out when it was on TV for all four episodes yeah oh Buffy is like the first show I ever got obsessed with as a Mm. teen like Buffy is still extremely important to me I will probably never watch it again but it like is what gave (laughs) me taste are there things are What's what's something that like you loved and you know you can just never rewatch it because it will yeah, not hold it's, up. It's literally Buffy. Oh uh, yeah, for me it's Futurama. I loved yeah. it when it, and I'm like I know that this is gonna. Oh boy, <laughs> you know like, ooh, and there's still jokes from it that I'm like this is just this is a timeless joke. Citizen Snips is one of the funniest like like visual and like just a stupid gag it's very funny but there's so much in that show that's just like oh i forgot about this well yeah ooh, the whole plot of it being this weird like nice guy you know like uh god well we maybe should uh wrap this up i think that might be our show yeah ending it on a high note on uh, a super high note Yep. I never uh, even gave my recommendation. my audio file didn't corrupt. We'll see about that one after the show. Yeah. Thanks for coming, everybody. I don't. How do you end PGen Pod? <laughs> like this. You can find us on Overcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and more. And at pgenpod.com or at pgenpod on Twitter. The show will be live from Staten Island in New York City on Thursday, December 5th with Gumi, Optimistic Duelist, Pip, and myself. RSVP and get details at pgenpod.com slash live. The music for the show was by Gumi, and it's from their new perfectly generic album, which you can download for free on their Bandcamp. Uh, you can support this show on patreon.com slash pgenpod. Patrons get access to 16 bonus episodes and counting on intermission. I'm going to record a 17th tomorrow. Uh, your support is shared equitably with everyone who makes each episode possible. At the end of the show, we like to thank our Skylark tier patrons for their support. Max May, Bokind Abstrata, Isaac Chapman, Lily Bloom, Jay Logan, Conduit of Queerness, Mage of Life, Rose Reardon, Zach, 
Gaster Wife Simulator, Bucky Grant, Yo Johnson, J.R. Hyde, Vrisk Communism, Xteen, Krista, Carmen, Finn Hickey, Paravelix, Tina Kel, Hare, Ginger Slap Notion, Jamie Toombs, Luke Beeman, Danny LaLaunders, I Think You're Pretty Cool, Taylor Dierks, BQ, Dervich B, Ghost Rally, Serena Game Girl McCarthy, Hatsune Mukau, Lockery, Alexander Strider, Gripping Traverse, Quartz Criminal, Raspberry Heaven, Nat the Moth Prophet, and Oliver David. And I wanted to take a moment to NPR pledge drive at you again. We are just $3 short of the per episode goal to continue funding the Perfectly Generic Zine, uh, which a team of awesome people led by S.W.O.R.D. is working on in behind the scenes. And I'm really excited uh, for them to to be able to put some amazing content into the world and, and pay analysts and writers and, and fan artists uh, for this stuff. Um, and also to fund transcriptions. Um, because the volunteers who transcribe this show are heroes. They make this show accessible to everyone. Um, and uh, I, you know, I want to make sure that we can keep money from the Patreon going to them while keeping everyone compensated well enough for coming on. Um, next week on Pigeon Pod, Sarah Zedig is back. Uh, she'll be discussing Homestuck 2. Uh, and tomorrow on Intermission, I'll be talking about some stuff with a Braxis grip. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, and thank you so much to James and Aisha for coming on. Please be normal to them online. You can find James on Hamesatron on Twitter and Instagram, um, and Aisha, Aisha Ufara. Um, please be normal to them online. Please, they're great people. See you next week. Snake Solutions LLP.